What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. What up, Nick? What up, Marty? Damn, bro, my throat hurts so much. I've been coughing like nonstop. Uh oh. So, guys, if you hear me coughing through this podcast, please excuse me. I slept with the AC blasting on my face and woke up sick the next day. Been like this for a few days now, I would say. And, uh, trying to get better here that's how you got the sore throat huh yeah okay it is nick okay yeah yeah just roll the music marty mar so far away yet you were so close just yesterday yeah man you just got back to florida huh i did man just uh organizing my stuff how's your flight bro actually that was one of the most anxious i've ever been on a flight before it was super weird why i don't know i don't know i I, maybe i was in my thoughts too much it was weird because the first flight that i took southwest unfortunately doesn't do straight flights from fort lauderdale to la so you always have to go through another city so it's usually houston or nashville and i went through nashville this time i've been through to nashville airport a couple times and i don't know why the flight is probably three hours i was super anxious i usually knock out on these flights i only slept five hours the night prior because we're freaking filming all day and then i still had to get my stuff ready when i got back to your house i slept for about 30 minutes woke up i usually never pee on flights Ever, ever, ever. I peed three times. I kept looking with my eyes straight open, looking into nothing. And I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I never felt that way before. That's the only way I could say it. It was weird. Damn, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe you need to take some CBD for that anxiety. But the second flight was a lot smoother from Nashville to Fort Lauderdale. It was was a lot better. I actually did get to sleep a little bit more. Maybe it's because of uh, what happened here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, l- let me fill in the audience here. I went over to California to look for an apartment and rented a car and went searching for an apartment. We looked literally the entire day. We called probably 50 or more places and we got blessed because we went to look at an apartment at one place and across the street, I just so happened to call them even though it didn't say no vacancy i just called them and the lady said hey as a matter of fact we do have a unit open and it's going to be available on august 20th so i said damn that's perfect because i want to go back to florida organize my shit then go back to cali we literally signed the paperwork we put down a holding deposit until the 20th so then we'll pay the safety deposit on the 20th and we literally she was just doing our background check and everything we Thought we had the place, bro. The next day we went looking for more stuff and we were just like, you know what? We're just going to pray that this is our our spot right here. It seems like nobody else has it. So there's no reason why we wouldn't get accepted financially. We're good. So I wait the entire weekend or the entire week, actually. She didn't hit us up. And, um, you know, we filmed. We did our stuff. She hits me up on Monday. I changed my flight. I was originally supposed to leave on the 7th of August. I changed it to August 1st. And... Oh my gosh, she hits me with an email on Monday as we were filming. She took it off the market or people above her took it off the market for an unspecified reason and it's not going to be available for an undisclosed amount of time. I think that's bullshit. Something's going on behind closed doors that I have no idea about. What a shitty situation, bro. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Like you're over there thinking that you got the place 
you even paid a fucking booking fee or whatever the fuck for it you're over there like already planning on how you're gonna bring your stuff over and the day before you fucking leave to get ready this bitch just fucking cancels yeah yeah man i wish there was a way you could fucking sue her for that shit i know i'm just i'm just waiting to see if somebody moves into that spot because then i'll be very very pissed off and if that's the case because i feel like you know maybe her family or somebody she knows might need a place she's like oh fuck it we got a place i mean i'm sure that shit's not gonna be vacant bro like somebody's gonna fucking live in that spot yeah but that sucks bro that really sucks i just want to move out there so my plan is now i already that's another thing too i had already bought my ticket to go there on the 19th i'm not changing it i'm getting all my shit ready here i'm packing it all up putting it in the fucking corner and bringing what i usually bring out there and look for a place i'm sure if i put my effort to if i found a place in a day i'm sure i will find a place within a week or two you know what i mean yeah man let's have hope here Nah, it'll work so when you're in town we went to the movies the other day to uh try to watch that once upon a time in hollywood and uh it was all booked up so we didn't get to watch it how about we tell the real experience here because the real experience is what makes it great me and marty ate an edible okay we (laughs) ate a very very potent edible and we said oh we're gonna watch this movie you know as filmmakers we love quentin tarantino and his work and there's just so many big actors in here we're super excited about the movie so we ate an edible it was 350 milligrams the entire thing so we took half so what is that 175 each i don't know i don't do math yeah that, that's what it is so we're you know super gone we get to the movies our eyes are blazed red turns out it's booked we looked at movie theaters around us all booked it was kind of stupid on our end to not check seats availability though yeah it was it was i just really thought that nobody would go to the movie on at saturday at like four or five in the afternoon i thought people would usually really bro you really thought that on a saturday i did I thought i'm over here go later being a dumbass trusting our word thinking we're gonna fucking watch this goddamn movie so who's the idiot me or the guy that fucking followed me me for following yep. the idiot makes me more of an idiot <laughs> god damn i should have checked my goddamn self and then uh for the rest of the day i was just like super drowsy and like not in the mood to do anything else because i was like super high from the edibles yeah that that was um that was something that shit kind of fucked me up that day bro yeah just taking edibles period just fucks me up yeah (laughs) i don't usually take edibles bro that's why yeah me neither i remember for they're like borderline like psychedelics bro bro but here remember on 420 we were filming a web series i was in cali and we ate an entire bag of gummy worms didn't do anything to us i guess it depends on the people making them yeah but some edibles are so fucking potent bro yeah you gotta be like super careful because you just might freak the fuck out some people take sleeping pills when they go on an airplane I like to take edibles. Why? Because it's like a natural sleeping agent type of thing. That shit puts me to sleep. That's it. I don't I don't like staying up for like, I don't do an edible to do something productive. That's not going to work. You know what I mean? It puts me on my ass. So I'll do an edible and go to sleep. And on flights, I personally hate flying because of the discomfort level. You know, your neck is freaking broken by the end of the flight. Yeah. I'd rather take CBD though for a flight than THC because if I'm high on a flight 
I'll be thinking of all the fucking negative possibilities, you know? I don't at all. Put on some music, bro, and trust me, multiple times I fall asleep before takeoff. Well, not everyone's like you, Nick, okay? (laughs) A lot of people smoke weed and get fucking paranoid. Yeah, no, you're definitely right about that. You're like completely normal after smoking. I don't get it. (laughs) It's like you didn't even smoke, but yet you're high. There's a lot of people like that, but there's also a lot of people that just like take one puff and they're like already fucking looking out the windows and shit to see if the cops are coming oh yeah for sure but you know my tolerance level is already higher than most so that's why because i remember when i was younger and uh i first started burning i used to act crazy you know this yeah what's some of the things you did uh i don't I, it's not even some of the things that i did it's just that i it's a uncontrollable feeling type of effect you know like i would just uncontrollably laugh oh yeah at first when i first started smoking weed too that that happened to me but it, it feels good that because i remember it's just happy moments with you and your friends like you remember when um me you and larry first burned in south beach mm-hmm. oh that was a legendary night we <laughs> It really was. I, I wish we filmed that night. We have to walk people through this. This was amazing. It was our first time being high, pretty oh, much. Oh, you don't remember what happened before that. What happened before that? Oh, we went to uh, the club, right? So we were filming for somebody at a club. And during the club, you remember who, who was there? It was Uncle Luke. So I don't know if you guys know who Uncle Luke is, but he is a legendary party animal in Miami. So me... Marty and Larry were on stage filming and they started having a competition who can shake their ass or just do the nastiest shit on stage. What a ratchet fucking place, dude. Super ratchet. Super ratchet. (laughs) Bro, I've never seen or experienced anything like that. These girls on stage were literally trying to pick up a Corona bottle with their vaginas. No, 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 no. So what happened was there was two girls left. One girl ate the other girl out. Oh, yeah. On stage. On stage in front of everybody with everybody with their phones and shit. How is this even allowed? And I think it was for like $100 if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So Uncle Luke was like, oh, oh, she won. What you going to do? What you going to do? So she puts a Corona bottle in the middle of the stage and she puts the Corona bottle inside of her. She literally does a split and lays on it. And picks it up, right? No, she couldn't. Bro, no, no, no. One girl. She can't pick it up, bro. She's wet. How is she going to pick yeah. up a Corona bottle? And you could like, and you could see like when they left the, the bottle, you could see that shit all gooey. Oh, oh God, my it was God. So fucking crazy. Ugh. Bro, we were on stage. We couldn't get any closer. And we were filming them. Why were we filming this? We were filming for the club and he wanted us to film all this. Wow. Humble beginnings, huh? Humble beginnings. So that was the beginning of the night. Oh, and even before that, you remember that the girl that Uncle Luke brought started giving some guy head on stage like with a condom on? You have a pretty good memory. Bro, it was insane. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of hard to forget that. That's what I'm saying. This shit was very crazy. So after that happens, it's about 5 a.m. I remember Larry looks at me. He's like, yo, we, we should get some weed. And, you know, this is when we were what like 21 20 this is after we came from jamaica because that i I actually got i think high before that yeah yeah larry didn't so like it wasn't technically our first time smoking but it was technically larry's first time actually getting high and like i felt it too and you felt it it was the first time as a group yeah yeah yeah, exactly so what an experience bro oh yeah so i remember (laughs) i remember going outside looking around just Trying to find the sketchiest person available walking 
or just standing in the uh, corner. Oh my God. Trying to find weed in Miami is the sketchiest fucking job in the world. At least back in the day it was. I feel like nowadays it's super easy. Because back in the days that shit was super illegal everywhere. The only place that you could smoke it and it wasn't even recreational was in Cali. It was only medical. So I remember walking up to this dude asking if he had some bud. And he'd said, oh, homeboy down the street. So we started walking. And I remember back in those days, they used to put the bud inside of a, a CD. Mixed and give tape, you both yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, but uh, I remember after that, we got uh, joint paper, a lighter. We went to the beach, which is, if you are an actual smoker, you would know that the beach is not the vibe. to, Or it, it's a dope place if you already have it kind of sheltered because the beach is super windy. So, you know, how the hell are you going to light that? So I remember we literally sit down on the bench by the beach none of us know how to roll we freaking accidentally break the j in two i remember after that we went out to eat we couldn't even order our food because we were so gone (laughs) the waitress was looking at us she was so yeah she was so impatient she was already frustrated we're over there just laughing we were non-stop we couldn't stop laughing no we couldn't we could not stop laughing. we were just looking at each other like my face was tired from laughing bro yeah yeah and then after that i remember we had to walk back to the parking lot we walked to the parking lot it was five stories now we forgot where we parked so we go to story one story two story three skip story four go to story five (laughs) didn't find our car obviously it's in story four right we're like let's just go to five what a night that was that was a fun night not gonna lie that was a very fun that was a legendary night yeah and one that we're gonna remember for the rest of our lives for sure bro did you hear about the kid that won $3 million on Fortnite? What do you mean? How? He won a championship. It was like a solo championship. No way. You didn't hear about that? A solo championship? Yeah. That doesn't so, even sound like hard. Bro, come on. There's like millions and millions of little teenage boys that play Fortnite. Think about how good they are. So this kid is 16 years old and he won $3 million for coming in first place. And he actually, I, I saw an interview with him. He went on, um, um, what, what's the name of that famous show out there in LA? Um, Jimmy Fallon show. So he went on the Jimmy Fallon show. Bitch, Jimmy Fallon's in New York. You're right. I was thinking of um, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. But um, it, it was Jimmy Fallon. So um, he went over there, had an interview, and he was like asking, oh, so how do you prepare for all this? He was like, oh, usually I warm up my hands for about 30 minutes and everybody's like what the fuck do you mean warm up your hands so he's like oh i play this other game for 30 minutes to warm up my hands to play Fortnite." and he was like whoa, whoa, whoa hold on so walk me through your day what time do you usually wake up bro this kid is like oh you know like 12 1 i'm like yo you got the life kid you just made three million dollars off Fortnite. you're about to get mad sponsorships Imagine that. You get to wake up at 12 and 1, just play the video game that you love all day. Damn, who would have thought that you could make money playing video games now, huh? Right, Bro, I wish that was a thing 10 years ago because I used to play video games. Yeah, bro. I think you left a little too early. You could have been a multi-millionaire fucking streaming on Twitch and shit. Yep. Yeah, because when I first met you, that's all you did. You played video games all fucking day. Yep. I was like... How the fuck does he have the patience to be there, sitting there, in the dark, all fucking day? You did that and played basketball. It was like just either or. Yep. I remember there was a solid year of my life in high school that, nah, fuck that. It was like two years where I literally just 
would play basketball every Saturday night, Friday, Saturday night, and then come home right after and just play video games till like four in the morning. Wow, bro. You're obsessed, huh? I was. I definitely was. Or maybe I was depressed. You never know. Because I feel like maybe these kids do that. Not all kids, of course, you know. It, it could be a very addicting thing, but to escape the reality type of thing, you know. But they also don't understand that at a young age. I now understand that, and I know that I don't want to be playing video games. I'd rather be making films, per se. Creating something. Yeah. But even, I, I think it was um third or fifth place kid. He won like $900,000. That's still fucking sick. That's great. I can, I feel like that should be your side hustle or something since it's like so natural to you. I think I could if I practice. Bro, even if you stream it, like, because I see a lot of people stream it on uh, Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that, and they make good money, bro, just from playing and like giving funny commentaries or if they're really good, people watch them. Oh, I could definitely see that. I'll definitely explore into that if I were you. No, I, that, trust me, that's something that I'd, I'd want to do, but I feel like that's more of a, a, a alternative plan as well. I feel like I have to concentrate on what's at hand because even that shit's hard to concentrate on, you know? Cause right now, I'm moving out of California, concentrate on surviving and creating. That right there, I feel like it's going to take a lot of time because I would have to play video games hours on. Yeah, because people will literally spend all day live yeah. streaming there's people that actually used to make skits back when vine was still around or right. right after vine pretty much died people used to make hella good skits and now all they do is fucking play video games yeah which is kind of fucked up like it's kind of sad to me because like there are talented people who kind of gave up on that career path maybe they didn't maybe they're just doing it more professionally as in acting and stuff like that you know because a lot of them don't understand the whole filmmaking process type thing like they they don't want to produce the film they want to be in the film no yeah i get it but there's people that i per like not personally know i never met these people but like i know that that's all they do they're not doing anything else plus i heard it right. from other people you know so I, i've i've looked up to people who uh used to create really good content and now they're just creating live streams look at you trying to put me in that box but i'm just saying like <laughs> there you could you could diversify you know no, no for sure that and trust that that's actually something that i i will do in the future i just it's kind of like what they did i want to build the audience first you know yeah i think it's important to always have a side hustle bro Oh, yeah. Because you never know when it could be like your main hustle one day. Yeah, for sure. And just having different revenues. Exactly. So if you are like starting out working nine to five or whatever, like have a side hustle, have something that you love doing and then try to think of a business model for it. So that way you can make some like, you know, change here and there. Right. And then when that becomes the main hustle, then come up with another side hustle. Because I feel like if you don't do that, you're never going to like evolve, you know? Yeah. I feel like you're kind of going to be in the same page and eventually die out. You, you always have to level up, bro. That's the thing, because a lot of people are very comfortable where they're at at the moment. Right. And then when it gets taken away from them, they have nothing else left. And the thing is, is like right now I'm going to move over to California, right? So that's just going to be something that I have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in that sense. So once I do get comfortable in that, now it's up to me to either stay comfortable in that new comfort zone that I have, which was at one time uncomfortable, or do I level up into a new uncomfortable zone? You know what I mean? Now I have to do more in order to get uncomfortable and get better. Always level up. Yeah. Dude, so um, 
for the last few days and you've been here to witness it of uh, i've like i've had no days off filming editing whatever the fuck and this is the first time and it feels so good to like not fucking do shit even though we're doing something right now we're still being somewhat productive and recording this podcast yeah it just feels so good to like chill for a minute and i'm not even gonna have a day off like i have a shoot at 2 30 today so it doesn't fucking stop bro i have no idea when i'm gonna have like a full day it never stops and when you think you have a day off boom something happens the day's not off anymore but i love it bro no i love it too because i prefer to be this way than to be at home not having anything to do you know even though that doesn't really happen that often like i hate going through a day without feeling productive you know so it's it's a good feeling like i'm i'm happy that i'm doing it but my body's like so exhausted bro because i've been waking up early going to sleep late not only that but you know carrying these fucking cameras all day and like running in the sun and yeah it's so much work that people don't fucking realize yeah and i just want fucking credibility okay i just want to be recognized for my work i just want money bro like i I want credibility (laughs) as well that sounds great but i just want to be paid and be comfortable yeah bro i'm like literally addicted to getting paid it's amazing it's an amazing feeling especially receiving money that you actually earned yeah that's when it feels the best and it's like over time we were also able to build a little bit of a residual but i can't wait till that residual is on another level if you had ten thousand dollars right now to travel only to travel where would you travel to and why bro i've been looking at switzerland for a long time now i've been dying to go there those green fuck like super green grass fields with like mountains and snow on top of them and then like the lakes that are like super fucking blue for no reason bro that shit is like out of a movie it really is and also bora bora that's not like even though it'll probably be super boring it'll be super cool to just relax and not think about shit i probably wouldn't even bring a laptop no, I have to bring a laptop. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> but it would be super relaxing. Yeah, no, I feel that. Jet skiing there. Right? And then, like, each thing has a fucking jacuzzi, and you can just, like, jump straight into the fucking ocean if you want. Yeah. Sounds so boring, but I love it. Nah, hell nah, bro. Days like that. See, it's these hardworking days. The, re- the reason we work so hard is because we can enjoy the days that we really get to have off. They're just that much better. Bro, so I met this guy yesterday when did uh, you just I, say bo i don't know i guess you're gonna have to listen to that back i thought <laughs> i said bro listen here bo all right now i got a story to tell you and you gonna fucking listen so i met this guy yesterday that he had a heat stroke have you ever met somebody that's had a heat stroke before i don't even know what a heat stroke is is it a heat stroke or just um uh, yeah i think it, it is a heat stroke when like your body you mean just a stroke no nah, it's a heat stroke like he faced stroke during heat Yes, the heat caused the stroke. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know heat could do that. Bro, yeah, that, I've almost experienced one before. What? Um. So, yes, you know Florida. Florida is crazy, crazy hot. So, he said the other day, or Saturday, this past Saturday, it, the heat index here in Florida was 109. You know, the humidity out here is unbearable. And he was out doing some type of like construction work in the hot sun. And, you know, he was getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. And then he decided to, like, go on a jet ski and stuff. Mm. He gets off the jet ski. As he gets off the jet ski, his body just starts cramping, like, hardcore. Like, you literally can't control yourself. Like, like epilepsy type of thing. 
and Jeez. it's crazy it's absolutely insane so he says that when that happens there's this certain thing that's released into your body uh it starts it's c something i don't know if it's ck or cv or chromosome uh, it's something i don't know what it is i know it's c i have c no something. idea what chromosome is but that just popped into my fucking head when you said that i don't oh, know why it's it's like a it's two letters it's c something that releases into your body and that's what could cause a heart attack into your muscles or if too much is released it goes into your kidney and you have kidney failure and that's how you can die as well the fuck so you could die from that yeah you could die from being too hot bro it's kind of like you haven't been hearing about these stories of kids being left in cars oh that yeah yeah so think that's what it is they're they're having a heat stroke a heat stroke doesn't necessarily mean that like it's a heart attack but it's almost like a heart attack where like your your body releases this thing that just like paralyzes you yeah exactly you know the body can't survive when it's too hot or when it's too cold you die from hypothermia too fuck that bro i hope i don't experience none of this shit right because this all sounds very fucking terrifying i don't even know what would be worse to die from overheating or to die from being too cold so i just booked an airbnb today for us to go to arizona because it's going to be my cousin's wedding and i'm pretty fucking excited for it i don't know why i guess it's because like my whole life she's always talked about having this dream wedding of hers you know like she's dreamed about this day for like her entire fucking life bro right and like for some reason it's kind of like translating into me i guess like i'm feeling it for her (laughs) i'm just excited to like have everybody at a new fucking location that no one's been to really and be able to like you know get everybody together who lives in all these separate areas and be able to like at least enjoy each other's presence for a couple of days yeah or hate each other's presence depending on how it goes Nah, it's gonna be a celebration bro it's gonna be so fun my whole family's gonna be there and then her husband's whole family's gonna be there yeah and then y'all gonna be there larry's gonna be there a bunch of our friends Mm -hmm. we're just gonna be pretty fucking cool man really pumped for it yeah i know isn't it crazy that like fuck man like i just look back at these moments like how when we were kids and shit and like it's it's kind of hard to digest the fact that someone that you grew up with like that is now like a fucking full grown adult and it hits really close to home when it's people that you you really grew up with and are still in your life you know like cousins and really good friends when stuff like that starts happening to them you're like damn do i gotta do it too (laughs) yeah it makes you think like fuck am i missing out whatever though man we're here to enjoy this shit, and I'm not settling until I get the fucking career I want. There you go, Marty. Yeah, and that's the only thing that's, like, been really driving me to, you know, keep doing this shit. It's because I don't have the life that I want yet, and I'm right. striving to get it, and, like, nothing can stop me from that. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. All right, let's have a word from our sponsor, shall we? All righty, now, this is for the gentleman. If you guys have never heard of a Fleshlight, it is the world's number one most dynamic pocket pussy. All right, you can take it on the go. You can keep it at home. It folds up into your pocket. You can fuck anywhere. Wow, it's literally the best fucking product I've ever used. And it saves your semen so you could donate it later on, too. You can make money off your pocket pussy. It's an amazing product. Buy now. All right, thank you, sponsors. Yeah, uh, guys, Fleshlight didn't really sponsor this podcast episode. We're just kind of making it up. 
you know, we're practicing just in case we do get sponsors. So that way we're, we'll be able to read it and advertise it. Yeah, hopefully Fleshlight doesn't sponsor us and we get other sponsors. But hey, I'm open if they want to still sponsor us. Yes, it's some money. That would be super weird if we got Fleshlight to sponsor this. That would be so funny. Uh-oh, pocket pussies. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll have our own edition. <laughs> I wonder if it really does save your semen. Does it do that or no? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? No, you dump it out. No, 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 because that could, that could make money. Think about it. Imagine if you donate that shit. I thought you could make money off um, donating semen. They have a procedure for that. Like, I don't think you could do it from a fleshlight pocket pussy, bro. Well, I'm just saying, what if something was invented that you could and you could just store it and then, you know, because you don't want to be going there every day. So you just whack it off at home, give a little nice quart or two of a cum and then go over there and sell it to them. Oh, God. You said give a quart or two? <laughs> You'll Jeez. be going in there looking like a dry raisin. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever donate your sperm? I was actually considering it. Really? Yeah. Like when I first moved to LA, I was like trying to make money somehow. Had no clients. Imagine like 20 years from now, you're just walking and you see like a 20 year old version of yourself. Yeah. Like who looks just like me. And I'm just like, like you. damn, what the fuck? Why you look so similar? You have the same nose, same lips, same everything. What's your name? Wari. <laughs> uh, so I never bought AirPods. I still have my wired headphones and yeah you're a peasant no one wants to hear your peasant stories <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but I, I have like two or three other brand new apple headphones i'm like why the fuck am i gonna be a consumer and buy these airpods i mean eventually i'll probably buy one uh, one day when i run out of these wired headphones but i literally have like two or three brand new ones bro but you're you're kind of cheap in general like you're a little stingy about your money I, no it's funny it's funny because like certain things you're super stingy about money and then other things you're like completely don't give a fuck you'll just fucking splurge that shit <laughs> like you would never you would never pay for valet that's not true i've paid for valet before i've never seen you pay for valet before no nah, i paid for valet before it depends on like the type of restaurant if i'm gonna go to like some fucking chilies or some shit like that i'm not gonna fucking pay for valet if i could find parking right here and it's free i'm already paying for gas yeah, but for you, my car note you're the type of person who would probably walk like half a mile just so he doesn't have to pay for valet no no that's too long if it's half a mile i would walk like point two miles at most oh god okay sure i exaggerated a little bit but still there's nothing wrong with being frugal no but there's other things that you're like so, like you, you don't give a fuck like weed you'll fucking spend 500 dollars on weed if you have to for sure well but here's what it is the reason i would do that is because when i would go to california i would come back to florida and i wouldn't live there so i would make it last for months on out you know what i mean i guess it makes sense all right, so just forget about the whole thing I no, said. No, 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 no. Give me more now. Now you tell me, Marty. Oh, you're cheap about gas? I'm going to be saving a lot of money at the end of the year. Uh, what's an Oh, another thing. You're super into water, and you have no water bottles, appro appropriate water bottle. You still carry a plastic ass. No, I do at home. I have <laughs> glass water bottles at home. Why? That sounds dangerous. I've actually never broken it, and I've had it for like three years. They're pretty thick, though. They're not like, you know, just some fucking normal ass glass. It's pretty thick. But yeah, it's funny because I would carry that around when I was in college and people used to think it was vodka. I've gotten asked so many times, like, is that vodka? <laughs> like, why the fuck am I going to be carrying around vodka? 
All right, I got some questions here. Um, this time we got some pretty interesting ones. Ooh. Yeah, a few. So let's try to kind of like knock them out semi-quickly. All right, first one that I saw here is from this guy named Gibran. He's asking, what is your real name? I thought I might answer this because a lot of people think Marty's my real name, but it's not. It's actually just a nickname that people started calling me in high school. Like the zebra from Madagascar. Oh, yeah. His name is Marty. Yeah, no, my name's actually Nick. <laughs> it's actually not. Yeah, it's not. It's Nicholas without the H. But I feel like that's kind of a given. So are you not going to tell your real name? I'm going to fucking say it for you. Michelle. Oh, I didn't say it? And Michelle. It's actually Michelle, yeah. That's my real name, guys. He used to be embarrassed about it, but now he fucking grew a pair, and now he's not. When I first moved to America and I said my name was Michelle, I used to get fucking roasted bro you're lucky you didn't meet me when you were younger i feel like you would be a fucking crazy bully did you bully people my friends <laughs> <laughs> you never bully strangers nah that's fucked up but i would bully my friends you grew up in the hood too i grew up in the hood you gotta fucking you have to stand up for yourself so my friends would bully me i'd bully my friends that's just how it was sometimes you're the butt of the joke all right this person hagen is asking what do you think was going on in the head of a, of the man who found milk he must have been perverted as fuck. He must have been sucking a cow's titty because he didn't have a real titty to suck on. And he found milk came out. He was like, oh my goodness, this is so delicious. They probably saw the little fucking cow drinking from the mom. He's like, fuck, let me try this shit. Let me see if it's good. Oh, it's actually pretty good. I'm sure that once the dairy business got so big, that's when they started really pushing it. Yeah, now, now they just fucking have machines pulling milk out of that bitch. Yep, that's disgusting. Yo, I've heard stories of people fucking cows. Oh, yeah. Goats, horses, everything. You that name is it. disgusting. Our next question is from Nikki. They're asking, what would you be doing if you weren't into filmmaking? Playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you would be doing. No, nah, I mean, if I, if I could really restart my life, I would really concentrate on three things. Filmmaking, music, and basketball, for sure. Because I didn't really have somebody there to to tell me what to do and what not to do in basketball. Like I had a coach, but that was in high school. If I had somebody there from the beginning in middle school. A mentor? Way better. Yeah, exactly. I've always been interested in planes. Like before I got into filmmaking, I used to want to be a pilot. So I would have like these simulation games on my computer where like I just pretended like I was flying a plane. Mm -hmm. And I've always been interested in like flying those big jumbo jets and shit. Mm-hmm. Especially like for the fucking army, you know, the ones that be carrying tanks and shit. Yeah, AC-130. Yeah, I don't even know the fucking name anymore. Yeah. But that was definitely uh, what I wanted to do before getting into filmmaking. Oh, that's awesome. I could actually see you being a pilot with your damn mustache. Really? You could. You should, ha you should so have a pilot character. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. I think we just need should. a cockpit to film in. All right, next question. We're taking too long on this one. All right, this question is from H.A.J7. The profits of Insta so far, Instagram don't pay guys, okay? You get paid through brand deals, and so far we haven't gotten none. Uh, we have been getting paid, though, throughout the years on YouTube, and now we just became eligible to start monetizing on Facebook. So, yeah, we're monetizing off of YouTube and Facebook for more content. Yeah, but Facebook or Instagram will definitely start monetizing soon. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Instagram, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, probably on like IGTV or something exactly. where content is longer. Uh, this person named Fresco is asking when you first met Nick. I don't remember what year it was. Me neither. I think it was probably like 2011 or 2012 or something like that. 
I was like out of school, but I was still a senior. I graduated early. I came over to your house one time. I, I still remember the first day coming over to your house. Yeah, that was before. That was like my junior year. Oh, wow. You're still in high school then. Yeah. So, yeah, I came to your house, um, I guess, because like Larry wanted to play FIFA with you. Mm-hmm. And like it was my first time meeting you. Like you didn't greet us outside your house. We went into your room and you're already playing video games. And that was like the first time I saw you. <laughs> like you weren't even looking at me. You were looking at a screen. <laughs> sit down peasants and we're all just sitting on your bed and shit watching you fucking play but i honestly to be quite real with you i didn't even remember that you were there that day because <laughs> i was looking at the screen i guess yeah you're super distracted i remember playing larry and beating his ass in fifa he was talking shit oh my god you guys used to go in on fifa you guys had like the craziest reactions when you scored a goal on each other i know i, I still remember the video we made <laughs> Uh, this person, Muad, I think that's how you say it, Muad, yeah, they're asking, can you give some flirting advices? It depends where you're flirting at. If it's in Instagram, I was actually talking to you about this the other day, where like the best way to like get a girl's attention wouldn't be like to like straight DM her saying, hey, because that's like so fucking common. Like she has probably a thousands of those. Right. I would personally recommend replying to some of her stories or like one of her stories, but like replying something unique or funny. That way you make her laugh from the get go, you know, and it's right. also relevant to what she posted. So it's not like completely left field. Yeah. And she's like getting a random ass fucking DM. I don't know. That's just some things that I've tested out and seen results on. Uh, if it's in person, um, I don't know. I feel like my my ways of flirting with a girl kind of changed now mm-hmm. i used to do a lot of like staring and trying to like you know be kind of obvious about it now i feel like if you kind of don't pay attention to the girl like bro if you if you like give attention to everybody in the room but kind of like not so much with that girl distinctively in front of her she will notice bro oh yeah she'll start kind of like approaching you and like yeah. starting conversations and, and doing all that you know for sure i i personally like when it comes to like a physical interaction and the relationships that i've I, like i have and i've had in the past is i'm not thirsty i feel like when you're thirsty they sense that you can't be oh thirsty. yeah they sense that shit so fast you have to be yourself you know what i mean like you have to befriend like the girl before you actually really go in and like start flirting with them i'm the type of person that i'll plant seeds and step away and if i see that she's entertained still by it then she obviously feels something towards me it's a good sign if she's laughing at a lot of things you're saying yeah yeah for sure another thing i remember you telling me a long time ago like subconsciously like if you touch them or whatever i've actually done that before and it really helps yeah like when you slightly touch them you know just to show some type of physicality like connection no for sure you know like when you're talking to them like touch their elbow or something to like point something i don't know something but like give a reason to like touch them somehow i remember when i was younger i actually um i got like this course on like flirting and really trying to you know be like the best flirt that you can be in in different levels so that was one of the things that he said is touch another thing that he said which actually does work a lot of times and it it makes the girl feel some type of way is if you're speaking to a girl that you like, you just look at her lips as you're talking to her. Or like as she's talking to you, you just look down at her lips and then you look back up at her. 
what <laughs> I'm why what does you. that do i forgot exactly what it was but it's something like with the imagination of like kissing or something like that you know what i mean so what if a girl's not interested what would she do in that type of scenario well she's you'll you'll feel the energy it's kind of showing dominance in a way you know what i mean it's kind of like showing like i would i would kiss you you know what i mean i think you have beautiful lips per se or hinting that that's what you're interested in exactly i feel that i'm gonna try that one time uh next question is from this person named pratik singh eh dev <laughs> eh. uh, they're asking what's your biggest dream i don't believe in dreams i believe in goals and objectives and Ooh, like, oh look at you with the smart sophisticated answers it's true though because if you just dream about it you're not going to get it done so my goal and objective personally is to direct or be the lead actor in my first featured film by the age of 30 which gives me about three years in a couple of months okay that kind of answers it um i would love to like be rich off of social media i have some friends that are rich from social media and it seems like they're living the best fucking life right now right i guess that's my dream for now all right i respect that i'm on the same boat uh this person named prince lazerurgi but they're asking uh if you would be a hollywood actor you would be so successful why don't you try to do so isn't that what we're trying to do i mean yeah eventually you know i just believe in building that audience and that platform before right i get what they're asking though it's like like actually going out and auditioning for roles and shit i guess you know right and i've never been to an audition before it fucking terrifies me um i don't know how to audition i've never taken any acting classes or like i don't know what the procedure is mm -hmm. when you go to an audition so it's a very like unknown territory, but it goes back to what you were saying, you know, like stepping into a out of your comfort zone. Right. But to be honest with you, I have more interested in pursuing this social media career because it's something that's attainable right now. Right. And then once I once we do have a, a following or an audience, we'll be able to have more leverage on these auditions oh yeah if that makes any sure. sense because a lot of these auditions um people that audition for them they want that person to also promote the show and if you don't have an audience you're less likely to get booked yeah you know that's the way the world works now it used to be all about the talent now it's about how many followers you got motherfucker doesn't matter about your talent no more nah but it does it's both yeah it is both i was just exaggerating it uh next question is from summit zero two they're asking when and how did you start your comedy journey a lot of people like watch stand-up and all that stuff like and get inspired to do comedy at an early age but to me it came on later after already being a filmmaker i got interested in comedy and it wasn't even because of like stand-ups that i saw it was like literally instagram videos or facebook videos that were funny but cinematic so once I saw that happening and seeing these people create or gather up a massive following from it, it made me super interested because I was able to provide the quality they were. Now I just needed to be funny. So that just really sparked a whole new uh, idea in my brain. Yeah, for me, it's I've always been a class clown and kind of, I guess, crazy in my own ways. And I think I've watched Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, number two, over like 100, 200 times as a little kid. Yeah, I feel like it's been 
my so comedy's family, always been a part of your journey pretty much right yeah it really has like my family i have a lot of uncles that are very very funny so i feel like i've always kind of came from that and it's funny because my mom always says that i should be my uncle's son because we act very alike so yeah i used to um i don't know like i never i was really not really into comedy but my dad bro he's fucking hilarious yeah but like i was never really like funny like him you know like he would always come up with the fucking craziest answers like say the most ridiculous shit and like do the most funniest shit randomly you know right so like i, I guess i kind of had that in the back of my mind did you ever tell somebody that you like they ask you oh what do you do and you oh i'm a filmmaker okay what type of stuff do you create more comedy based okay do something funny have you ever gotten that question no i've gotten that like a couple times i'm like what the fuck because really they do ask if i'm funny and like how the fuck can i answer that yeah exactly there's a lot of yeah. times where we're just kind of like being serious like you know our content might be ridiculous online but then in real life we're really down to earth and just chill and they're like okay do something funny i'm like what the fuck all right next person is asking what is the weirdest thing you have ever done weirdest thing i've ever done yeah that's a hard one i can't really think one of the weirdest things i've ever done was i'm um, not going to mention any names here but i have somebody that i know from another city and they started dating this other youtuber and then they wanted me he didn't explain any of this shit to me this is what <laughs> made it weird so <laughs> what he wanted me to do is she was on live and he wanted me to go pretend like i was her ex-boyfriend and just go up to her and just be like a creep like oh hey why, why'd you leave me you never called me back so she's already on live i get to the beach i'm thinking we're gonna film some other type of content he's like oh you're, you're her ex-boyfriend so just go over there and pretend like you're her ex-boyfriend and it was the weirdest most awkwardest thing i've ever done that i could think of that's funny because like i guess mine is also like somewhat acting related when i bro like when i did background uh when i first got to la i used to do a lot of like roles and some not all of them would be like super fucking delightful to do you know mm -hmm. like this one time bro i was literally playing like um it was like a halloween party or some shit it was for the show modern family and i was literally stuck with this girl for like the entire day we had like a onesie but it was like a two people onesie so we were we have to like walk together and, <laughs> and we we're the only ones out of like 50 people bro so i felt like everybody was looking at us i felt super awkward but then like i kind of just embraced it towards the end you know i was like ah oh, fuck it whatever how was the girl she wasn't all that pretty but was she like awkward about it why did i say that that was so fucked up she wasn't all that pretty <laughs> wait that's, <laughs> everybody has different opinions but she was pretty to somebody i'm sure yeah i guess wait what'd you ask um how did she feel about it she felt awkward too yeah like you sensed it yeah yeah it's not a good feeling but there's a there's a few gigs like that that i can't really think of right now but like they're super weird to do you know because you're doing it on camera and there's people watching you yeah it's so fucking strange because like as an actor bro like you kind of become vulnerable yeah you do you have to show your everything i don't know it's it's you have to really uh not care you know yeah and it's hard to like do it if you're like super self-conscious about yourself or whatever i don't really know if that's the weirdest thing like that's actually a good question i, I want to like think about that for a few days yeah maybe we'll answer on a 
next episode. Yeah, because I, I, I definitely think I've done weirder things. I just can't think of it. Yeah. Good good question. I am NK underscore three. All right. Uh, next question is from Faison underscore underscore 15. They're asking from where you get your ideas for your content. Uh, we did a whole episode on this, guys. So if you want to check it out, go back on it. It's literally titled How We Create Instagram Skits. So check the episode out the reason why i actually answered this question because i got multiple questions like this and the reason why i explained this is just so people know that there's another episode yeah. that you can listen to and i don't want to just keep saying the same shit on every single podcast uh this person named kasra o midvar is they're asking what do you do after breakup or mental breakdown or something to get better I I believe in this might not work for everybody, but um I believe in distractions. So, for example, this sounds fucked up, but if you have a dog and your dog dies and you have the means and the ability to get a new dog, not saying replace your old dog, mourn, but get a new dog, it's going to replace that feeling. It really does. So replacing what you lost with something else? In a way or just like not concentrated on that you know like if you have a dog and your dog died don't go back home for like not to say don't always go back home but try to stay out most of the day because if you're at home you're going to remember your dog's always home yeah change up the furniture you know what i mean like do different things to distract you from it but an easy way that to really deal with it it could be a little bit selfish but if you get a new dog you're gonna almost really forget about those feelings soon because you have the new dog to worry about but as far as breakup though like how can you get distracted from a breakup concentrate on yourself bro i mean if you really truly care about somebody it's inevitable you're gonna suffer a little bit you know what i mean it that's just what it is when you break up with somebody you're going to suffer that's part of it it's growing you know but if you could just stay as distracted as you possibly can with different things working on yourself that is one thing i would say not to do like replace with another one like don't get a rebound because it's kind of fucked up too if you think about it yeah yeah no. like you're just using the person to take you away from your fucking feelings right but another thing that i do uh, keep in mind when like bad things happen is always try to think of the reason why it happened because i have this motto in my life that i truly believe in which is everything happens for a reason so when something like that happens like try to think of the possibilities of why it happened because usually it's for the better no for sure you have to come out of it growing because if you don't then what did you do this whole time you know what i mean wow what a way to end the podcast episode yeah that was a good episode man you think yeah i think so from our weed stories to relationship advice guys that is all the time we have for this podcast episode thank you so much for listening please leave a review on apple itunes and follow us on spotify and uh send us a dm man if you listen to this shit all the way through send us a dm let us know your thoughts tell us if we should keep going with these even though if you don't we're still probably going to um yeah thanks a lot i don't know what else to say here jump in nick ah uh, you've said it all buddy you've said it all all right guys till next time on the uh oh podcast Deuces. Fuck, man. My throat hurts so much. <coughs> you, do you have honey in your house? You like, take some honey and lemon. Nah, but I need I need to get something, bro, because holy fuck, this whole episode, <clears throat> my throat's been scratching, bro. Do you have water? 
I do have water. I've been drinking some, yeah, but that doesn't, it only relieves the problem like for a split second and then it goes back to normal. All right, guys, enough blabbering here. Peace. Deuces.